This is Small Business as Usual, a program about the art of operating small enterprises and the issues faced by the owners. It's a presentation of the Community Economic Development Fund in Meriden, Connecticut. I'm Daphne Salumi, a communications intern for CEDF. The Community Economic Development Fund is a nonprofit lender providing financing to qualified small businesses in Connecticut that can't obtain traditional bank financing. More about CEDF at the end of the program. This episode is about preparing for change. It's a constant in life. Our schedule, the weather, our problems. Welcome to the world of small business owners who work in continually fluctuating environments. What can you do to prepare for what seems to be perpetually unpredictable? But without preparation, the consequences for a small business are amplified, so they're not just frightening, but devastating. Think about independent booksellers who fail to prepare for the advent of the ebook or the rise of e-commerce. More recently, small business owners reacted to a global pandemic and developed inventive modifications to their business models. Who could ever have prepared for this? Well, I was introduced to a business owner who actually was better prepared than many for the tidal wave that washed over the restaurant industry. Through his own intuition, proactive response, and the good fortune of being supported by a crisis management team of his franchisor, at least one Connecticut quick service food operator was ready. Hi, my name is Ralph Massey. I'm one of the partners in Sonic of Connecticut. We have three locations, Wallingford, Manchester, and Milford, Connecticut. I have been speaking to people overseas in reference to this COVID. I have a lot of family over in Italy, which we all know that got hit very, very hard. So when this started happening, I would call them and get some updates on what they were doing and how they were handling it. And everything at that point was like shut down more than we had here. You couldn't even walk the streets as much. You have to keep your distance. It was really a very serious lockdown. The only thing open was like a supermarket. You had to have food delivered. Very rarely you can go pick it up. So when I heard all that, I said, you know, what happens somewhere, it sends a little wave towards us. So thus it sort of made us think a little bit more. As far as preparation for this, we are very fortunate to be in the franchise business. They have what's called a crisis team built up in Sonic. It's been there forever. So God forbid there was an outbreak of food or whatever. There's a certain crisis group that handles all this, and they have all these measures prevented ahead of time. Did they predict this? No. But they came to everyone's aid almost immediately. As soon as they heard what was happening in the United States, they formulated plans. Even though we are very cleanly conscious at our facilities, for instance, this washing hands, the Sonics have been since day one, all the staff every 20 minutes has to wash their hands for 20 seconds, put on fresh gloves, and start the process over again. And then when we heard what was happening here, we kind of had a little smile go, you know, we're already doing that, which is great. But they really backed us up a lot. And if they didn't, I definitely could have figured out, you know, what to do the next step. Again, being in this business our whole lives, not just Sonic, but other businesses as far as restaurants, we know, you know, cleanliness is so important and keeping things sanitized and so on and so forth. When change was happening, we expected it. We followed rules. And, you know, do we go a little more so than other people? Yeah, because we, in our DNA as a restaurateur, we know the impact. If we don't, one problem 
is going to affect everything. So you try to avoid that. You try to anticipate a problem, but change is good. We meet the challenge no matter what. And then you think of how can I make that challenge better? How can I make that change better? What's it going to affect? And that's the way the restaurateurs think. If I think about outcomes of what the challenges were and what the changes were, you know, it's all in a positive. It's all for the employees, especially in the situation this world is in. When we take that challenge on, it, it benefits, like I said, all of us. And we definitely love the challenge to keep things going. And it really didn't affect the overall running of the business. And the staff was very compliable to what we were doing. And they understand. So you sanitize everything that goes on. Workstations get sanitized for the staff. We don't have a lot of inter-public access to the building, except in Milford, we do have an indoor seating, which is, of course, not open right now, but everything is sanitized. People use the restrooms, it's sanitized. We have buttons that people push on the menu. As soon as the car hop comes out there, delivers the food, it's sanitized. So anything we think or even Sonic thought would be touched, but also we know in our business what really gets touched, a railing, for instance, or, or a chair, or someone comes into the building they're not supposed to, they touch this. Yeah, we have, to, we have to look at that. We work with a lot of people. We like them to understand change. Of course, if I've been in the business for a gazillion years and they've only been in business two years, they're not going to know what we know. The thing is, we have to, we like people to think on their feet more so. We can't lean on their shoulder or babysit everybody, but we are there to help them. When the change came with this virus, you know, we said, okay, what do you guys think about this? And a lot of them were educated enough to watch TV and see what's going on. And you get their input and see what they think. So we ask them what they think, and hopefully they bring out the right answer. And if they don't, we should massage it a little bit so they can think on their feet. Do I expect them to handle a crisis? Yes, something like this, it's all hands on deck. It's different than a customer complaint, or it's different than you know, the computer crashed or the lights went out. That's a different scenario where those things could be rapidly taken care of. But, you know, they're, they're really good at that. And it's, it's really up to all of us to work together to take care of any crisis, to take care of change. We tell everybody change is going to happen and you just got to prepare for it no matter what. Prior to this COVID issue, we had an issue in January in Milford somebody crashed into the poles at our, what they call canopies, where people drive in, they're called stalls. Immediately, we had to shut them down because it was not safe. The general manager, of course, said, hey, we got a problem. And he immediately went and closed it off with cones. We had someone outside directing traffic. Our operations manager went right down, put up signs, drive through only. And then from there, it came to us because we need to deal with the insurance company, we need to deal with Sonic, and so on and so forth. And because that was a major situation and major loss of business because we only had the drive-in. Again, this is prior to this pandemic that had happened. We still had indoor seating in Milford. We still have the drive-through. People didn't quite understand. They see some damage and hanging. They thought perhaps we were closed. We had to put a sign up on the lawn, open, stalls are down. And it took about two months to get that up and running. But that's a situation where that needed to be taken care of all hands on at that point.
fortunately, we have Sonic, which does have guidelines on how to handle certain crises. But of course, not everything's in there, like an outage or, or something else that goes on. But the whole point is when you have a challenge or a situation, you have to evaluate what is the best protocol. Is it safe to continue, which is the first priority? If it is, then of course you continue. If it's a total blackout, then you don't continue. It's just a common sense thing. In this business, every day is a change. Change happens daily, hourly, weekly. When you walk into the business, any any of our restaurants or any restaurant that we've been associated with and any restaurant tours know this, you have to expect something to happen. You have to expect something to change that day. And that's unfortunately just the DNA in the restaurant business. Whatever business you're in, if you can't tolerate change, I hate to say that, you shouldn't be in business because change is what's going to happen. You can predict everything to the last second. And if change happens, you got to just say, okay, I'm going to deal with this. This is how I'm going to do it. You can't say, oh my God, oh my God, and get all nervous and panicking. It doesn't work. If that happens though, step back for a second, go in another room, take a deep breath, come back out and say, okay, how are we going to handle this? And then you move forward. And then if a situation similar to that arises, you know how to deal with it. And it's just a matter of experience and how to deal with that in the restaurant industry as well as any industry. And I'm sure every industry in the world is having these issues. You know, how do we change? The biggest question is what's going to happen tomorrow? And you have to kind of understand that it's something will change tomorrow. I start by thinking the next day, probably four, five, six days out. For instance, this weekend, we know we're going to get extremely busy. We've been prepared for that already a week ago, staffing-wise, food-wise, and so on. So it isn't like I'm getting ready when I walk in the door today. I'm getting ready today. This has to be planned well in advance. You look at last year, for instance, what we did or what's coming up. You look at the weather. There's so many areas that things could go wrong. So you try to prevent those issues from happening. You make sure the guy cutting the grass was there, for instance, so the property looks nice. You're preparing well in advance, no matter what business you're in. You just can't wake up Monday morning and walk in and go, okay, here we are. Oh my God, what about this? No, that's when panic comes in. That's when you're not prepared. That's where you need to set certain guidelines for yourself. For instance, we have a schedule the whole month. We have a cleaning schedule, for instance. You know, Monday, this is done. Tuesday, this is done. Okay, that's different. It's franchise, it's that. But in a smaller operation, maybe it's good to set that up somehow so they don't forget to do something or don't forget to be prepared. Or let's say there's an alumni weekend coming in and you're a restaurant. You better know about that. If not, you're going to get killed. And that one day can destroy five years of what you're doing. So that's what I would suggest people to do is always know in advance on what's coming around, not tomorrow, not the next day, because those are done. You already planned those. That's done. You got to plan way ahead and see what is going on. Say you're in a restaurant business and Easter's coming up. Well, you don't plan the week of. It's a busy day for a lot of restaurants. It's three months out, four months out. What do we do? We got a menu. Okay, fine. We got staffing all set. And now... When that day comes, you concentrate for the day and what's going on. And that's being very prepared. You prepare not only the physical, the mental part is, is probably the most important part. You got to be mentally prepared to take on whatever's going to happen that day. And as far as physically preparing, that's simple. Cut tomatoes, cut your, that's fine. 
that's it's the easy stuff but preparing mentally is part of what you do every day part of your experience again you have to have a clean head and constantly look everywhere you can't just focus on one item every day as an owner or a manager business partner, whoever it may be, you got to be aware of every little bit that goes around. So what that does is starts preparing you mentally in case there's a problem. Because you look around and say, geez, you know, uh, the delivery's coming in, but oh my God, there's a whole bunch of boxes in front of the door. Or So, you know, you, you got to look ahead as far as you can. And that's kind of, you're predicting what's going to happen. So if you know 12 o'clock, you're going to get a rush. You don't prepare at five of 12. You walk in and say, you know, we're going to be busy at noontime. Let's prep for that. Let's get ready for the busy time. And, and that's how you prepare yourself mentally for that. You know, you can't just take it lightly. As an owner or even a manager, you have to really try to think out of the box. You can't panic. If you start panicking, it's okay. Walk into another room, take a deep breath, think, you know, I'm it. I'm the last stand. I need to think how we're going to do this. And if you can't do that, you get help. Whether you talk to an owner, maybe another employee or another manager, call another store, you call us. If you're a single independent restaurant person where you have two, three people there and you're there for a number of years, you sort of have that feeling on how to deal with that. And you shouldn't panic because it goes against you. You just have so much time to handle the crisis. The more panic you have, the less time you have to think. And I don't know how many of us have seen something and also you're worried this and that and five minutes go by. Maybe that's too much time. You know, I know it's hard to do, easy to say, but that's sort of the big thing. You can't panic no matter what it is. And you have to move on and don't have a negative attitude towards it. Just keep going and do the best you can. And if it didn't work, it's nobody's fault. It's just you learn the next time. There is no formula if some change is going to happen tomorrow. When you walk into a business, especially the restaurant business, you have to accept the fact that there will be an issue. Something's going to happen, whether the food came out wrong, a customer had an issue, whatever it is. It's all about experience and how to deal with it and how to keep calm and logically happening. And you got to say, okay, if it was me and it happened to me personally, I had a bad experience. What do I want them to tell me? How's that going to happen? So if tomorrow there's a change, I'm not going to worry about a change coming up and not sleep at night. When it does happen, the idea, like I said, you expect it and then try to figure out the solution. Then that's why you have a good staff too. That's why you have good management staff and it helps you. But if you're solo and alone, whatever choice you make, it's got to be the best one. Hey, if you make a mistake, that's what we learn. We learn on our losses. We don't learn on our wins. You can prepare all day long. You can have the best plans, perfect. And all of a sudden, boom, something happens. You can't predict it. And it's nothing you really did that happened that caused the situation. It's something that if I was to tell people it, expect something to happen. And this way here, you're more prepared instead of being surprised that something did happen. I know in my days when we had white tablecloths restaurants, you'd have a wedding of say 300 people going on. You know there may or may not be an issue with the customer, but internally you may have a problem. Maybe they burnt the chicken. Maybe they did this or that, who knows? But again, you gotta be mentally prepared and think that you know something's gonna happen. And if it doesn't happen, get a great day. And I always said the day always ends. No matter what the problem is, the day is going to end.
and the next day you just reboot and you start fresh again. Many thanks to Ralph Mazit for sharing his experiences and advice on how to prepare for and handle change. You can learn more about Ralph's restaurant operation at sonicofct.com. Thanks to Blue Dot Sessions for music. Our theme is by Orchestral Movement of 1932. Small Business as Usual is presented by the Community Economic Development Fund, a nonprofit organization which provides enterprises in Connecticut with term loans, lines of credit, and commercial mortgages when they can't get traditional bank financing. For the seventh year in a row, we are Connecticut's top SBA microlender. We make business term loans at very nominal interest rates, as small as a few thousand dollars and larger business loans too from a pool of loan capital provided by many of the state's leading banks. There are geographic and or income qualification requirements for the borrowers. You can find out more about all of this at CEDF.com. And this episode of Small Business as Usual is available there too. It's number 20-3. Hey Ralph, I've got a lot on my plate and just don't know how to handle it all. What would you recommend? You have to pick your battles.